Welcome to Raw, Rebelliously Authentic Worship, where we throw religion out the window, and today we're going to talk about sadness. Hey Jess. Hey Marky. So remember last week we mentioned that movie Inside Out? I do. Okay, so I want to go into it a little bit deeper this time, if that's cool. Okay. All right. Apparently we're in a movie clip trend. That's where we're at. (laughs) Sounds good. It's fine. A kid's movie. A kid's movie. (laughs) Listen, I am a child at heart. It's okay. Okay. So this movie, Inside Out, it's a cute movie about a little girl who moves with her family to a new neighborhood. Okay. And her emotions are characters in the movie. Right. So the emotions talking in her head. So there's Joy. Joy is a character. She's got like green hair and she's yellow. And there's Sadness, who is blue and anger is red and fire shoots from his head. (laughs) And then you've got Fear, who's a little purple scared dude. And uh, Disgust, Hmm. who's green. Kind of looks like a booger. I guess it's intentional. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Funny. Um, But anyway, this movie does an amazing job of helping kids to understand their emotions. Yeah kind of how they work and, and what to do with them. Yeah. Um, and it throws in psychology, like it kind of sneaks it in. Yeah. And it, that's always really exciting to me because I love when people are able to explain things to kids in a way that they're not going to forget. And yeah. sometimes they don't even realize they're learning. It's the most awesome thing. Yeah. Um, but it also lets them know that it's okay to feel things. Yeah. Um, and that getting rid of any emotion, even the negative ones, um, would actually be detrimental to our health. Yeah, exactly. Like the movie's main line is about the fact that joy and sadness are no longer helping to control Riley's emotions and, and, and everything, her world pretty much blows up. Hmm. <laughs> um, so the movie explains the purpose of emotions in a, in a comedic way. Yeah. Anger is the protector of our raw emotions. That's the one that we've talked about before. Right. Fear keeps Riley safe. Yeah. Right? She doesn't trip over the cord, whatever else. Disgust makes sure she's not poisoned. They mentioned this one in um, in regards to broccoli. Okay. Shane will love that. <laughs> <You see well. laughs> um, and But the movie and the characters don't know what to do with the character sadness. Hmm. Hmm. So the whole point to me explaining all of this is that there is a movie trailer clip. And the... Um, what is it called? The guy who, who speaks, uh, the narrator. Yeah. He says, when life gets you down, that's when sadness takes over with a caring touch and a kind heart. Sadness leaps into action to, <laughs> to, and he never finishes the sentence because he can't figure out what sadness does. Yeah. Um, and then the character Joyce says at the beginning of the movie, she says, and you've met sadness. She, well, she... I'm not really sure what she does. And I've checked. There's nowhere for her to go. So here we are. Yeah. That's what she says. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, if you think about that, we do that with the emotion sadness a lot, yeah. don't we? Yeah. We don't know what to do with sadness. Yeah. Isn't it crazy how obvious they make that within a kid's movie? Yeah. All right. So today, we're going to talk about sadness. Sadness. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so now I have a question for you. Oh, goodness, okay. You you love my questions. I love your questions. And I, you love being put on the spot, uh-huh, too. that's my favorite. <laughs> so it's one of those, like, big pregnancy jokes, right? Okay. Um, did you cry over any commercials while you were pregnant? Yeah. 
I cried over everything. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta share one. You gotta share one. I cried over everything. I mean, I think it was like an insurance commercial, like something, you know, nationwide like, is not, yeah. not on your side. Yeah, so- <laughs> nationwide. Are you sponsoring us? <laughs> no, it was, it was just some kind of insurance commercial, I think. And I just cried and Shane was like, what in the world is wrong with me? <laughs> But that's kind of like sadness, right? Yeah. Like, like we don't know what to do with it. Yeah. And those things get thrown on hyperdrive, hyper overdrive when we have all those um, uh, hormones going on inside of our bodies when we're pregnant. So yeah. that's that's what that is. But that look that like a husband gives his wife when you're like, what the heck is she upset about right now? Like, yes. I really don't get it. <laughs> that Why is, are you crying? Yes. <laughs> that is so often how how we react to sadness. We just don't know what to do with it. Yeah. And so today that's kind of what we're going to talk about. Okay. Cool. What do we do with sadness? All right. So that means sadness has no place in our lives except (laughs) comic relief then, right? No, bro. No? No. Let's just throw it out. No. No? That's religion. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, we're supposed to throw religion out, not sadness. I get it now. Um, can we pretend it doesn't exist then? No, you absolutely cannot. And not with any emotion. And we are, you know, walking through them, the emotions, but sadness, especially you have to, you have to acknowledge it. Yeah. I mean, what happens if we don't? It, it turns into, man, just, it, I feel like, you know, the hesitation, cause it turns into so many different things. It can turn into anger. It turn. we talked about that iceberg. Yeah. Um, it, it just can turn right into that. And it really is, you're sad about something Yeah. and, and you have to process that emotion. You have to acknowledge it and then walk through healing from whatever you're sad about. Yeah. And yeah. it's okay to be sad. I mean, it's okay to not be okay. I mean, you just, you just had a weekend where you taught that, but it's also okay to be sad and yeah. it's okay to sit in that and acknowledge, Hey, I'm sad. Yeah. Cause being not okay. Sometimes that is sadness. Yeah. Well, there's a part of this movie where, <clears throat> excuse me, joy draws a circle and tells sadness to stay inside that circle. Okay. Like she doesn't want her to move, like, don't move. or touch don't anything touch. Yeah. because if she touches anything, she might turn some of the emotions or I'm sorry, some of the memories into sad memories and she doesn't want that to happen. So maybe we can do that. We no. can designate a small a corner of our brain <laughs> or our hearts yeah. and, and we can just put sadness there and forget, forget about it. It worked really well for sadness and joy. Yeah. To put sadness in a bubble is is not, um, again, acknowledge you. So many times we walk through life and people tell you, you know, get over it. Or, um, they tell you not to, um, not to, to, not to sit where you are, to not to process where you are. And it's not something that, um, you have to acknowledge it. You have to acknowledge that sadness. You absolutely have to acknowledge the sadness. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Let's, let's talk a little bit about sadness. Should okay. we take it to the source? Let's take it to the source. Okay. Would you like to read scripture today? I okay. feel like I've been talking a lot. I know you have, but I'm going to let you read because of the glasses. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> All right, guys. So Bible background real quick. Uh, we're going to p- talk about Lazarus. And you guys already probably know where this is going. But Lazarus was a friend of Jesus's. Jesus would stay over at their house when he was in, in the area. Um, and Lazarus is Mary and Martha's brother. 
Um, and word was brought to Jesus that Lazarus was sick. Um, but Jesus was already in the middle of doing stuff. So he's like, you know, Lazarus won't die. He'll just sleep. We'll, we'll be fine. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much what he says. Um, and so by the time Jesus goes to Lazarus, Lazarus had already been dead in the tomb for four days. Yeah. And sometimes the Bible actually refers to death as sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because, I mean, as believers, we're really going to heaven anyway. Right, we have the hope. Yeah. Right. So that that's why. Yeah. Um, but So it's not really sleep. It really is death. Death. Right. Um, anyway, so we're going to pick up here at John chapter 11, verses 33 through 38. When Jesus saw her weeping and saw the other people wailing with her, a deep anger welled up within him, and he was deeply troubled. Where have you put him? Put him he asked them. They told him, Lord, come and see. Then the shortest verse in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Jesus, Jesus wept. wept. Yeah. Yep. The people who were standing nearby said, see how much he loved him? But some said, this man healed a blind man. Couldn't he have kept Lazarus from dying? Okay. So, again, we said it's the shortest verse in the Bible. Two words. Jesus wept. Yeah. Why did he cry? He was sad. He lost his friend. Yeah. I I mean, he he was in that moment. Um, We do know what comes, right? Like, So we do need to acknowledge that he does raise Lazarus Lazarus from the dead. But at that moment, he lost his friend. And he was sad. Yeah, I think he was sad. <clears throat> he was sad me. for the people too. The, yeah. I'm um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I, I think he was sad for the people for for the people that lost their brother, their son. Like he was sad. Yeah. Um, for them as well, but I also think he it was his friend. It, it yeah. specifically said this is his friend. Yeah. Now this is like shortly before Jesus ends up going to the cross. Right. So Jesus knows a few things. I mean, I'm sure he's, yeah. he's fully God, fully man. Right? right. So I think sometimes what people argue in these verses is, Hey, he wasn't really, he couldn't really be sad about Lazarus himself because Lazarus, he knew he was going to raise him from the dead. If he already knows everything, then why would he bother to be sad about that? Yeah. So no, he was, even if he was dead, he was going to see him again because he was going on the cross. But, right. So, so why would he things, be sad about yeah. that? Yeah. Because it's his friend. And I mean, and, and again, and to show us, Hey, you're, this is an emotion that you're allowed to have. You are allowed to be sad. Yeah. I I mean, I think the, the, the clue is here. When Jesus saw her weeping and saw other people wailing with her, a deep anger welled up within him and he was deeply troubled. Yeah. So he sees people sad. Yeah. And he is angry because they're hurting yeah he has compassion on them because they're hurting yeah so not only are we allowed to be sad when we lose somebody yeah but we are also allowed to be sad when our friends are sad yeah yeah to sit with them yeah yeah Yeah. we talked about making room right yeah all right so we kind of mentioned it for a minute but what happens when we refuse to acknowledge and process sadness um, we just have to go, sorry, we have to go back into the movie again. Yeah. You all are going to want to go see this movie. <laughs> I want to watch it again, like now. <laughs> um, so a character, there's a character in this movie called Bing Bong. And Bing Bong was the imaginary friend of this girl, Riley, when she was little. Okay. Okay. And now Riley, I don't know how old she was, probably like 10 or 11. So she's just too old for imaginary friends anymore. Yeah. So Bing Bong no longer has use. 
So he sits down and he is very sad because he and Riley used to have so much fun together. Yeah. And now he doesn't get to have fun, fun with Riley anymore. Yeah. I realize this is made up, guys. Right. But, but the premise is true. The premise is true. There was something fun that they used to do, mm-hmm. and now she's too old for it. Right. I mean, think about our kids, right? Yeah. So I used to think about the fact, now we didn't get to this point, but I used to think about the fact, oh, they'll eventually be too big for me to carry them in while they're sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can speak to this more. Yeah. You think about those things that you used to be able to do, and now they're they're happy memories, but they're also sad memories, right? Yeah. And it goes so fast. Yeah. I mean, as a mom of teenagers, it, it goes so super fast. And, and the sadness... I mean, obvious there it's different. Things have shifted and, and my 16 year old still sits right next to me. And, you know, so there, things have shifted, but, um, no, I can't carry him out of the car and put him, <laughs> put him in bed. Like, I think it would take you and Shane. <laughs> he's, he's taller than me. He's going to comment on this episode. He listens. Um, but yeah, it, I can't carry him and, and from the car, um, and I'm sure that that there's a little bit of a twinge of sadness. Yeah. Cause you mom. remember doing those things. Yeah. Yeah. And it felt good to be able to do those things. Yeah. So the same kind of thing here is happening with Riley. Riley's growing up and she kind of grew out of bing bong. Yeah. They used to sing together. They used to play together. Um, but now she's just too old. Yeah. And so this character bing bong, he sits down and he's just sad. Yeah. He sits down and he's sad. But here's the problem with this. Bing Bong knows how to get the characters back to where they're trying to go, right? Yeah. And so Joy is like, Bing Bong, like, come on, let's do it. How fast can we get there? Let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) So her goal is to cheer him up. And she tries everything. Yeah. She makes faces at him. I think she even tells a joke. She squeezes some stuff in there. But nothing makes him feel better. Hmm. Because sometimes just throwing happiness at people doesn't doesn't make sadness go away. Actually, most of the time it doesn't. I think we need to camp there for a second. Like I'm yeah, like go. rolling in my seat go, and I'm do like, it. I think we need to camp there because so many times um, when we're walking out this life and, and there are things that are hard that happen. Yeah. I mean, hard. I mean, we, we have the tragedy. We've talked about the tragedy. We've talked about the story. Um, things are hard that happen. And not acknowledging it and not sitting in it for a minute is doing a disservice to yourself and to the people around you and to the growth that God has for you. And so it's so, so important that you sit in it for a minute. And I, and happiness, um, when you were saying happiness, I think of, again, I've said this before, where people are like, not necessarily get over it, but they're like, hey, um, you're supposed to be this way, but God says, God says, and listen, Hey, I think it's so important that we have scripture and we walk in the scripture, but there needs to be a moment where you acknowledge I'm sad. Right. And, and, and there is a time for that. Yeah. There is a time for that. And when we've gone over that, that's another podcast we did where there is a time for that. And there's a time to sit in it and be in it and acknowledge you're in it and tell God you're sad. Recently, um, when I was talking to God, I was asking for something or it was just a conversation I was having with God. And he was like, no, Jessica, I need you to tell me how you really feel about this situation. I just felt him like go, no, you're not giving me the real, you're giving me the churchy junk, right? Yeah. I need you to be real with me because I know it 
I need you to be raw. I mean, like, right. I know it. God's going, I know it. I know your heart. I know where you're sitting. I know what you're feeling. So let's talk about that. Yeah. Right. Because he can handle all of that. He can handle all of your emotion. He can handle all of that. And he can go in and right there and heal it. But you have to acknowledge it and sit in it for a minute before. Yeah. And the healing can come. Bringing it real to him. It's is, so, is so important. It's so important <laughs> because you don't process it. Yeah. Because you're processing the fake Christianese stuff instead yeah. of the real raw so situation. I think it's interesting. And we'll talk about lament in another episode. Um, and maybe we should even do it sooner rather I, than I, later. I literally was about to say <laughs> lament. Yeah. Um, so we need to talk about lament. But um, lament is, is the process of bringing our complaints to the only person who can do anything about that. Exactly. And not that's God. To, not to another human, <laughs> right? No, no, not to gossip, but to God. Right. Yeah. And so that is so important in this process of sadness. Yeah. But if you don't sit sad so that you can complain to God, yeah. then it doesn't, it doesn't cycle back through. To healing. To healing. Yeah. It doesn't do and it. And freedom. Right. Yeah. I mean, in order to have healing and freedom from something, you have to sit and acknowledge what you're sitting in and talk to God about it. Yeah. And if you, and if you don't, you won't have healing. You'll yeah. push it back and that bubble will always be there. Have you ever had like a bubble, a gas bubble in your <laughs> belly, right? Or babies that have the gas bubble in their bellies. They just, yeah. and, and they just cry and cry and cry and it, it won't come out. And that's like us. If we hold on to something and we're not processing and we push it aside, that bubble is just going to fester and fester and fester. And it has to come out. Absolutely. It does. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, we can't get too far into lament, but I will say that like a third of the book of Psalms are actually Psalms of lament. Yeah. And a lot of them were written by David, a man after God's own heart, God's own heart. Yeah. (laughs) So he tells him all the time. He said, uh, well, there's one, I forget which one it is. I think it's actually Psalm 22. I don't think David wrote that one, but it's my God, my God, why have you forsaken forsaken me? me, Yeah. And that is the, Jesus takes those words and then says them on the cross. Yeah. That's how important lament is. Yeah. But that starts with sadness. It doesn't yeah. start with joy. It starts with sadness. Sadness and sitting in it. And oh, man, and and in the church world, they just don't want it. We've gotten to a place where the church is having a hard time letting people sit in it. And um, I, I'm just here to tell you right now, if you're listening to this, that that you need to sit in it. Yeah. And there is a place for lament and there is a place for sadness and God can handle all of those words. God can handle all of those words and he will heal you and bring freedom through it. But you have to sit for a second and say the words. Yeah. And I know this movie that we're talking about is a kid's movie, Yeah, but go and watch it guys. Yeah. Cause here's the deal. You will see joy dancing around bing bong and trying to make him feel better. <laughs> And in your head and in your heart, you're like, oh, I've totally been there. When somebody's like, oh, let me cheer you up. Yeah. Um, but that's you're sad. But that's not I've how. done that. Have you done that? We've all done it. Oh. We've all done it. Yeah. And we've all been on the receiving end of it. Yeah. And it's not that we don't appreciate the fact that somebody loves us enough to want to cheer us up. Yeah. But it doesn't work. Yeah. And sometimes what you have to do and that I've with you. Mm-hmm with you and we're being raw here in our mm-hmm. friendship i've i've sat with you yeah and 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 i don't always try to cheer you up and vice versa yeah yeah <laughs> it is definitely vice versa and i've sat with you yeah and 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 in that moment 
we can be sad. I mean, I remember laughing and crying at the exact same time, the exact same (laughs) time. I mean, and just sitting together and being together and not trying to let's do jumping jacks or dance or whatever and get out of this moment. (laughs) I do have those moments where I tell you that, but I think it's, it's important. To sit it's with your all friends. a matter. Yeah, it is it's so important to sit with your friends. Yeah. Um, and that's what as I've said before, as I've said before, Job's friends did the right thing for yeah. seven days. That's the that was the right thing sit to do them. to sit with them. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we totally rabbit trailed. I think it's a good rabbit. <laughs> it trail, was a though. very good rabbit trail. Yeah. Um. But are you good if I tell you a little bit more yes, about Big Dong? Is that cool? Yes. Okay. So Joy tries and fails miserably. Yes. Um. And here's what happens. The character Sadness then goes and sits right next to Bing Bong, and she says, that's sad. Hmm. Two words again. That's interesting. I didn't catch that till I'm reading that. Yeah. Like, till I'm reading this again. Um, But then she talks, Sadness talks to Bing Bong about some memories that he has with Riley. Hmm. You know? And he talks about Riley and mentions specific things that that they used to do together. And what I think is interesting is is the minute that not the minute, but when I first started like trying to trying to figure out how to walk through this grief and learn from it. Yeah. One of the things that you learn is, hey, don't stop talking about them. Yeah. Because yes, say their names. Say their names. Yes, it's going to make you sad. Yeah. But if you talk about those memories, overall, what's going to happen? is you can remember with less pain. Yeah. That's what grieving is, remembering yeah. with less pain. Yeah. Um, and you don't do that until you remember and you remember and you remember. Yeah. You face it. Yes. Yeah. So what's crazy about this is, again, joy fails miserably. Sadness sits down next to Bing Bong and says, oh, that's sad. Yeah. Talks about memory. So he acknowledges it. Yeah. Okay. Well, well sadness acknowledges yes, it. It's that's a, what it's I a mean. female character. I'm just, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just making she, sure. She, I, she. <laughs> um, so here's what happens. Bing Bong gets up, he wipes his tears, mm-hmm. and he continues on the journey. Yeah. Why? Because all he needed to do was sit in it to process it. Yeah. And Joy looks at sadness and yeah. says, how did you do that? Yeah. He gave it a name. Yeah. All he did. Oh, she. <laughs> That's <laughs> you, my fault. Yeah, you made me do it. <laughs> That's my fault. So sadness is like, hey, that sucks. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. She I'm gave sorry. it a name. Yes. And then she was willing to hear Bing Bong. She was yeah. willing to hear him. Yeah. And the memories and going yes. there. Yeah. And, and being like, that's sad. Yeah. I can't. That's so good. It's, it's so good. It's a, yeah. Everybody go watch the movie, please. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um, in our toxic positivity message, do you remember what Shane said? Shane said, if you don't allow oh, people room, yeah. that what happens? Do you remember? You will break them further. Yeah, those were almost his exact words. And he said it so fast. Further, I had and I listening back. I had to pause it and go, "Wait, what? Did he just say you will break them further?" Yeah, like if you don't allow them the space to be sad, yeah. they will. It will get worse for them. Yeah, we have to make room, as we've been talking about for yeah. so long. Yeah. Way back to the very first episode yeah. when we talked about that song, right? Yeah. Um, but. So what do we do with sadness? Just like you said, we have to be willing to sit in it. We have to be willing to sit in it yeah. um, with somebody you're choosing to love. You know, um, you have to be willing to sit with it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I can't tell you the number of people that I have heard tragic stories from or like 
hard suffering stories from since the tragedy because they know that I've suffered too. Yeah. You sat there. Yes. Things that people wouldn't have allowed me into had I not suffered. But if we don't share and we don't sit, it won't happen. No, no. That means we can't love each other. Do you see how that works? Yeah. You have to, you have to sit in it and you have to share to be able to love each other. Yeah. And there was acknowledgement. I mean, and and if you go back to where she said, that's sad. Yeah. So it was like, she pointed it out. Sadness pointed it out. Right. Right. And so sometimes you have to have a friend that points it out and says that's sad or that's not okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm sorry. Any of those things sad. We have to do that for each other. Yeah. Um, and then two, when we go through suffering, we can use it as part of our ministry as well. So it doesn't need to be like, hush, hush, let's not talk about it. Like there's a space for that. Yeah. And if we don't make the space for that, then we can't, like we're not going to have as much power in our ministry either. Yeah, you can't meet people where they are. Um, if you are walking and um, putting on a front, like like you have it all together. None of us really have it all together. We've talked about that, but you have. Sure, to. I do. <laughs> I do. I'm perfect. You're perfect. It's our <laughs> not, at <all. laughs> not at all. Not at all. Shane's gonna say it, it, that I'm perfect. I think we've done that before. Um, it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> He's not. Um, <laughs> No, but yeah, we can't have it all together. We don't have it all together and we have to, um, it's called testimony. That's in the Bible. Yes. Yes. That's in the Bible. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the purpose of sadness then. So we've talked about, we've talked, we've spoken about what to do with sadness. Let's talk about the purpose of it for a minute, for a minute. I can't talk today. Obviously that's like an everyday thing. It's okay. Every day. Um, so sadness, like we pretty much, like we said, sadness can draw us closer to each other. Right. Right. So here's the thing. You have to be willing Are, to, yeah. Yeah, you do have to be willing to. But can we acknowledge that just yours and my friendship, how much deeper is it now than it was prior to February? Like, holy cow. Like, like are there any, there's not even <laughs> any, anything to compare it to. No, no. I mean, it, it, no, because we've walked hard together. Right. Yeah. And, and, and we've chosen to, we made the choice to be in the hard. Yeah. Next to each other. Yeah. And it's not always pretty <laughs> at all. Yeah. And to walk, walk it out together. So sadness can draw us closer to each other. Yeah. Um, but more importantly, even than each other, sadness actually draws us closer to God. Yeah. Because here's the deal. If we're acknowledging, hey, God, this sucks. I don't like this right now. I don't know what to do with it. Here it is. Even if you're angry with him, you tell him all those things and it draws you closer to him. Because you're making room for him. Right. Because if you're not acknowledging yes. it, you're not making room because you're saying you don't need him. Yes. So there's this song by Austin French and it's called Why God. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to read you some lyrics real quick. Okay. It says, why God do people have to die? Hmm. A daughter or a son sudden and so young, long before their time. Why God do people fall apart? A promise and a ring becomes a broken thing, a road that got too hard. So he's asking all these why questions, right? Yeah. We all do that. Yeah. We all do that. Why did my kids have to die? Yeah. They were way too young. Yeah. One of them was only two. Yeah. Um, so he says all these things. And then he says, I don't understand. So he's saying, I don't understand why. But the very next lyric is, but I understand why, God, I need you. I understand it's why, God, I run to your arms Yeah. over and over again. It's why, God, I cling to your love and hold on for dear life. What he's saying is exactly what we just said. Yeah. 
when you're sad and you don't understand why, it's why we run to God. Yeah. So there's a closeness that you don't get. Without um, the knowledge. With, yeah, without suffering. And that could be any suffering. It doesn't have to be death. It doesn't have to be grief. Right. But with without the suffering and then without running to God because you are suffering. Yeah. So guys, if you're listening to this and you're suffering with something else, this is talking to you too. Yeah. I mean, if you're walking out hard, we, we, we said that earlier, yes. if you're walking out something that's hard and it may look different and right. I think there has to be room for that. Right. Yeah. So if, if, if you're walking out something that's hard, that's making you say why? Yeah. Well, you know, I can't, we don't understand why, right? but that thing is why we run to God. Yeah, exactly. Right? Um, the bridge says, give me a faith stronger than I have. I need to know when it hurts this bad that you hold my heart when it breaks. Yeah. And I'm not alone in this place. Yeah. I'm not alone in this place. Yeah. Because he's here with me holding my brokenness, you know? And, and broken is beautiful. Yeah. Think about a mosaic. Yeah. Okay, so a mosaic is a whole bunch of broken pieces of glass that's put together in a beautiful pattern. Yeah. But it doesn't get to that place until the glass breaks. Breaks. Yeah. And I think there's something in that that the brokenness can be made whole. Yeah. And, yeah. and without being broken, there's not wholeness. Like, I mean, if you, you can go all the way around it. Yeah. And that, again sit in it and you have to acknowledge it i love that song i don't think i've ever heard it i'm gonna have to go listen to it oh the why god song yeah, yeah. it's yeah. an amazing song yeah it's an amazing song it makes me cry every time and it makes me like oh this is why yeah. it helps me cycle back yeah. um but we do have to close or okay. we're gonna get cut off <laughs> um you guys can go ahead and check out uh there's another song broken things by matthew west that's another really good, that's one. A good one yeah um so go ahead and check that out and we are going to turn it over to the guys. And I'm going to make sure that I call them the guys since they call us the ladies. The ladies. But I'm not allowed to call them guys. No. I still don't understand this. Yeah. Our perfect husbands are coming. <laughs> Here they are. Hello, people. Welcome to the Really segment of the show. I'm here with Carlos, ready to rock and roll today. Yeah. Uh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, dude. Uh, this this was an interesting uh, podcast. I love I love listening to their hearts, uh, Marky and Jessica's hearts, with mm -hmm. regards to the subject. But first off, yeah. I want to mention this. Marky talked about broccoli equaling poison, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason I don't eat broccoli. That's right. <laughs> it's poisonous. Uh, for real though, like like back in the day, I don't even remember how many years ago, Mark Lowry did a a, a it was on cassette back then. So okay. it would have been the nineties, mm -hmm. uh, uh, talking about broccoli and vegetables and stuff like that. He says, I cook my vegetables until all the vitamins are gone because vitamins are what make it taste bad. <laughs> so he, he, and he, he said, you want to know how I know, have you ever chewed up a multivitamin? <laughs> if you chew it up, it tastes disgusting. <laughs> so you cook all your stuff so much that all those vitamins go away and then it's great. <laughs> That's funny. So anyway, broccoli equals poison. I love that. Uh, that's a, a lot of fun, but anyway, talking about sadness, man, uh, I, the, the subject of sadness is, is a lot, I think for the general populace to talk about, it's hard to talk about sadness of being and, and grieving and mourning and being sad in general. Um, it's, it's a hard subject to broach because a lot of people, uh, will avoid the topic because mm -hmm. they don't want you to get sad. They don't know how to deal with you when you're sad. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and so they'll ignore it or avoid it or, I, mean, I don't know, avoid you. Right. <laughs> right. And so um, the, these are hard conversations that have to be had. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and we shouldn't shy away from them. We should step up and, and have these conversations. Right. Uh, otherwise, how do you move on? How do you uh, move on? Not the right word, but how do you, how do you move forward? How do you grow through the process? if you're not able to talk through it. Right. And so that's one of the things that we've been very particular about. Um, when I say we, me and Jessica and you and Marky and some of our circle of friends have been very careful to leave room to talk about stuff right? and to really get into why the whys of what we're feeling, the whys of where we are, mm -hmm. how to, how to, how to move forward through it. Right. And all that stuff. Uh, and I, um, I, I want to get you take your take on this statement that I, I wrote down. Okay. Um, and, and I'm kind of throwing you under the bus a little bit here, but, um, I wrote this down. Sadness does not mean no joy. Correct. Sadness does not mean no joy. Um, what do you, what do you think about that? Like uh, we just did the joy uh, a couple weeks ago. And, and so, um, now, we're talking about sadness, which is in a lot of ways, the opposite of joy, correct, uh, or at least perceived as the opposite of joy, which is not, but correct. I mean, I, I don't agree with it a hundred percent. Oh, sorry, Jess. I said it, um, but, um, I do agree to it to a certain degree. Uh, I believe there are instances where, uh, there may, you may not find joy in your sadness. And there are times where, the sadness could be because of the joy, um, which is, it's weird to say, but I can tell you that uh, even to this day, I will start to cry and miss the kids and, you know, miss the opportunities that I could have had with the kids. But at the same time, I also know that they're in a much better place with a much better person that, that can offer so much more than I can offer here on earth. Um, and that does give me joy, even though I'm sobbing like a baby. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is sadness and joy can coexist. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's kind of what I wanted to point out. Yeah. Just because you're sad doesn't mean there's no joy. Correct. Um, and, and a lot of people would think that they're so opposite that they can't exist in the same place. And that's obviously not true. Correct. Um, and, and to go back to what I talked about previously, when we did the joy segment, mm -hmm. um, in James chapter one, he said, uh, verse two says, take joy, my brethren, when you face trials Correct. and, and that taking of joy is, is snatching, it's grabbing hold of it's, mm -hmm. uh, so even in the midst of your sadness, you can grab hold of joy mm -hmm. and you can say, look, yeah, I'm sad right now, but God, correct. But God, and that gives joy and, ha yeah. and, and not necessarily happiness, but right. joy in the moment. And so, yeah, yeah, I think that's important to note. Yeah, I, I think it is. I mean, I think uh, growing up and uh, I hate going back to like the world view of everything, but like with media and everything, um, you think about critiques, uh, critic, or I should say critics and, you know, news outlets and, and just, you know, anything that has to do with uh, celebrity ism if that's even a word um <laughs> sure we'll, yeah. we'll we'll walk with it we'll run yeah. with it today um you know it's all about you know either bashing on somebody or praising them but what are we basing that on 
you know, do you really know the whole story? Do you know what that person is really going through? Can you put yourself in that person's shoes and say, oh, you know what? I totally get it. Or, you know what? I don't, I don't get it at all. Yeah. It's, you know, and the world loves to expose our people's flaws, our weaknesses, our weaknesses. And what, what's that, uh, song that I shared so long ago that in your, in our weakness, you find strength, right? You know, and I think that's, that's the important part that even in our weakest moments, even in our darkest moments, you know, uh, God is there and doesn't matter what the rest of the world thinks they know. They don't know as much as God does. And you don't know as much as God does. And you never will until the day you meet him. Right. Hopefully, at least that's what we hope for. Right. Yeah. There, so, there are a lot of assumptions. Correct. And you know what it, yeah, yeah. You know what it means We're not to assume. Say it. Yeah. <laughs> I won't finish that, but you know what it means to assume. Um, and that's, you know, it's important to always get every side of the story as much as you can. And even then, very careful on what on, on what you say, what you do. Um, you know, there's books that I've read, and I believe it's even, you know, I, I don't know where in the Bible is because I haven't reached that point yet. But, you know, where um, they tell you, you know, you account for everything you, you do and say here on earth, you're going to account with it. You won't be judged against it and it's not going to be held against you, but you will account for everything you say and do. And, um, you know, reading the Bible more and more every day, it's, it's you can kind of see why the message is, or, or the overall message is love. You know, it's encouraging others. It's, um, you know, it doesn't matter what they're going through. You're there to encourage. Okay, so if somebody is suffering and going through sadness, does that mean you go in and say, hey, there's nothing to be sad about? You know the end result. No, it's you meeting that person where they're at and saying, hey, I understand this does suck, but we can get through this. Yeah, as as believers especially, we have to be very careful not to judge someone else's journey. Correct. Uh, because you're not living it, you're not in their shoes. You might ha- be able to look at it from the outside mm-hmm. and and point to things that you don't believe are the way they should be, mm-hmm. but it's not your journey. Correct. And for you to judge them in that journey, number one is is just silliness mm-hmm. because you don't have enough information or knowledge to be able to make a Correct. valid judgment. Uh, but at the same time, you shouldn't be judging them anyway. Correct. Um, Especially if it's not relating to sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if you're talking about sin, judging another believer be, be based on sinful actions, mm-hmm. uh, that's a different story. The Bible does say very clearly that we are supposed to judge our fellow believers mm-hmm. when they're in sin. But it, the purpose of judgment is not to condemn, mm-hmm. it's to reconcile. Correct. It's to bring reconciliation right. between them and God. Yep. And sometimes you risk your relationship with them mm-hmm. so that they can find reconciliation with God. Right. And hopefully in the end, they come back to you and say, look, you know, I, I recognize that I needed that at right. the time. And I love you and appreciate you willing your willingness mm-hmm. to hurt me so that I can find the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a, a whole different place. And we kind of went it off is, the rabbit yeah, trail a little yeah. bit, but um but it was a good rabbit trail. It was a good rabbit trail. It was an important rabbit trail. Yeah. Matter of fact, there's more I'd love to say about it, but I'm yeah. not even going to go there right now. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but one of the one of the things the when we talk about sadness, mm-hmm. one of the the sayings that that is that goes around everywhere mm-hmm. um, that I thought about is misery loves company. company. Yeah. Misery loves company, and um, and that's the the 
the the question, and I asked you this before so we could just kind of talk it out, but the question it brings up to me is what is a reasonable amount of time to stay in that place mm-hmm. to process? What's a, what's a reasonable amount of processing time? Um, and like we talked about it, it's, it's, it's different. Yeah. It's different for everyone. Well, I think it's not just different for everyone. It's different for situations, the situation, right. the circumstance, the, you know, just everything in general. I mean, you know, grief is a hard, it's, it's hard for people because there really is no time frame. You know, grief can be measured in so many different ways. You know, it can be measured in the relationship you had with that loved one. I mean, if you the have a level good, of intimacy, exactly. You know, yeah. if, and I've, I've, I've know I have friends who have lost parents and they're like, I didn't really grieve them. Okay. Right. Well, that's, that's, that's okay. You know, it doesn't say that you have to grieve them for this long. You know, my mother, I grieved her for like really, really grieved her for a little over a year. Um, <laughs> do I still grieve her today? Absolutely. But it's just not every single day. It's not every single moment. Right. You know? Um, and I think that's the I think that's the biggest misconception is people think that grief is like sadness, or uh, you know, or some other uh, downplayed I want to say emotion because all of our emotions are important as long as we don't stay within them, you know, right. and we learn from them. Um, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is is I and I love the story um, that Marky talked about with Jesus where we see Jesus wept, Lazarus' yes. death, all that mm-hmm. stuff, um, and and it does note it does denote Jesus grief in that moment mm-hmm. and his sadness for what he was seeing around him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's important also to note that Jesus didn't leave them where they were. Correct. Now, he made a change that, that allowed them to move from that position of sadness and grief. Mm-hmm. Now he was, re- he resurrected re- Lazarus and that changed everything mm-hmm. into joy mm-hmm. and happiness. Mm-hmm. We don't always get that. <laughs> um, we don't get it here. And when I say Truth. here at this time, Truth. because if you think about it, they've he, already been resurrected. Correct. And, yeah. and he is the life, right? Right. You know, so when we die here, we are going to be resurrected. Right. Not like reincarnation resurrected, but we will have a different life. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what we forget. That's why people say, you know, Christians, we don't, uh, what is it? We don't, uh, grieve like the rest of the world yeah that's the bible says yeah. that we, we as believers don't grieve the way the rest of the world grieves right. those without hope correct because we have a hope right. that we'll see them again yeah. that that there is a resurrection right. after life mm-hmm. and so regardless of if it's here on earth or right. up there in heaven with jesus exactly uh, but yeah that's uh, but i love the the the, the well, I don't love but i i recognizing the misery loves company statement mm-hmm. it's so much easier um, if you're not founded and grounded in who, who you are in Christ mm-hmm. to get swallowed up in whatever you're experiencing and wallow, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've been careful going through this. Now, l- let me say this. Not all sadness is related to grief. Correct. And so if, if your sadness is not grief, that's okay. That is okay. <laughs> and it's okay. Um, the, the, I think the point is don't stay there. Mm-hmm. And and wallowing is what we usually refer to as people who stay in that place for longer than seems reasonable. Right. But again, every person is different. So if you need to be there longer, just don't be alone in it. Right. 
pull someone in who can recognize where you are and love you where you are and won't leave you where you are. Right. Uh, and I think that's the most important thing is that is is that they won't leave you where you are. You're correct. Because uh, God doesn't, God didn't save us to leave us where we were. Right. He saved us to bring us out of where we were. And mm-hmm. I think that's the, the objective in this whole conversation uh, about sadness. Mm-hmm. The objective is, is to recognize, reflect, and then grow. Correct. Grow. Yeah. Grow beyond where you are. Don't mm-hmm. stay there forever. Correct. Yeah. I mean, because I, I don't know. Um, I guess... If you stay, I mean, let's think about it, right? If you stay in your sadness, what exactly are you being sad about? Um, and I'm not trying to say that to be like, oh, well, why are you sad? It's more like, no, seriously, what what are you sad about? I'm sad about, you know, because I'm sad. <laughs> and, and that's fine. But there's there's always a, an underlying issue or a deeper issue. And if you if you live with that sadness, what does it then become? Does it become regret? Does it then become shame, depression, depression, you know, and that's why it's, it's important to recognize the reason behind your sadness and then say, okay, you know what? It's okay for me to be sad right now. I don't know how long I'm going to be sad, but I do need to grow from this. How do I do that? Yeah. I think recognition is important. Understanding yeah. why you're sad. What's my reason, right? What's my reason for being sad? Now, is this something that it justifies sadness and it may be 100% 100%. 100%. Thank you, Jessica. Uh, Maybe may something that it does justify being sad in that moment. Uh, and, and it's up to you to decide whether, whether it's reasonable to be sad for a certain amount of time or not. But, uh, but moving on from situations change every day. Correct. Like, so, so your situation may be justifying sadness one day and then the next you're like, okay, I can, I can go forward now. Uh, and I mean, so, and, and technically, you know, we can apply this to every emotion, right? Because if you think about it, um, if you're happy all the time, what does the world then say about you? This guy <laughs> must be nuts, right? He must what's, be on drugs what's wrong or something. With this guy? <laughs> There's no way. There's no, you know. And uh, so it's important to to kind of look at yourself and say, okay, it's okay for me to feel these emotions. It's okay for me to experience these. God or Jesus never at one point said, hey, you you can't, you shouldn't be feeling sad. Right. He goes, why are you so sad? Why yeah. is everybody sad? You know, yeah. um, at the same time, he doesn't say uh, you can never be afraid. Yeah. He says, don't fear because I am here with you. Yeah. Right. Or I am b- by so you. You're not alone. So you're not alone. Yeah. But it doesn't say, hey, man, why are you afraid? Are you a moron? Like, well, come on. <laughs> I'm right here. You know, I'm going to take such care a of terrible you. person for you being know, afraid. Right? He never says that, yeah. you know, and if that was the case, then why are we allowed to fear? Why are we allowed to be sad? Why are we allowed to experience these emotions? You know, if God created everything and is the creator of everything, and that's what we believe, then we also have to believe that the reason we experience these is for a purpose. Right. What that purpose is, is we don't know. Yeah. 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 So um, I'm going to end by saying I'm sad that I don't get donuts here. Because donuts here are not the same as in Texas. That's Truth. that's sad. Yes, that's sad. So, so what I'm hearing is any family that Shane has in Texas, you know, <laughs> Christmas is coming up, and we do have shipment options. <laughs> I don't think they last the trip, unfortunately. <laughs> true. Well, you know, one day, uh, what is it? Air, air, uh, overnight air, overnight air. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they would be they would be like like bricks by the time <laughs> right. they got here instead of soft tent, like just 
melt in your mouth. Don't I'd say that though. Unfortunately, it doesn't trans travel. <laughs> they don't travel well. I tried. It didn't work. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> anyway. All right. That's, uh, that's it for us. I think pretty much. Yeah. Let's uh, kick it back to the chicks. That's right. You got it, chicks. Let's go. Did he just call us chicks? I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. Um, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> I am pretty sure that us calling them guys is nowhere near the equivalent to them calling us chicks. No, not not not, not at, at all. all. We don't we don't cheat. <laughs> but I have to make sure that I say this. Okay. Carlos said 100%. He did. And Shane said 100%. Yeah, he did. And Carlos said absolutely and correct. <laughs> so the only thing we're missing, I believe, is Shane's right. Right. So there's this thing, listeners, you have to know. Yeah. That Jess says 100% a lot. A lot, guys. And I say absolutely. Yes. A lot. A lot. <laughs> and Carlos says correct. A, a lot. lot. <laughs> and Shane says right a lot <laughs> so feel free to start a tally below <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> yes, can you we imagine did it. we totally did it count guys so now you will be really really aware of how many times we say this word these words yeah you're welcome because we've been doing it for the last five podcasts exactly. <laughs> i try not to say it because i say 100 percent. so <laughs> well see now you can say it again okay um but i love how they made sure to present the other side of this yeah i did too um because what we never want to do is we never want to misrepresent um the purpose behind why god gave us these emotions yeah and so we're not as we've said i think we said we talked about a lot in the joy or maybe even the toxic positivity podcast um but we're not saying hey be sad and get stuck there right yeah it's so important i mean we have said that you know it's okay i've had a friend who is in depression completely in the pit and but only that person can decide you know yeah only that person can decide to get out but i've climbed in a pit and i'm like hey when it's time we're pulling you out you're not staying here right and so and there has to be that person that comes along and does that yeah yeah and i think to that point this is very important because the guys mentioned this too the guys mentioned this too (laughs) you know making sure they heard me um they mentioned that other people can walk this with you and i think that's one of the important um one of the important things that maybe we haven't we've said it we've said hey we can sit in somebody else's sadness right um we've said hey another person can help you pull you out of that pit or let you know you're there yeah but what we haven't done is said hey guys listen this is all about relationships with people that you love and trust and are willing to love you in the hard places. Kind of like what Shane said, like, Hey, by the way, you know, I think you might be in in a rough spot right now. Like, like you have, we have to say hard things as friends sometimes. So my question is, do you all who are listening have friends who are willing to tell you hard things when you need to hear them? Yeah. Yeah. You know, because friendship isn't just about no conflict. No. (laughs) (laughs) I think that one's coming up. (laughs) Yes, actually. Conflict resolution, I think, will uh, come up the beginning of December. Yeah. Um, But I think that's important for us to make sure that we say right now. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. What are we talking about next week? Okay. So, join us next week when we kick religion out the door and talk about perspective right here on Raw. Raw.